This is World Lutheran News Digest, an audio news magazine bringing you a look at significant events in worldwide Lutheranism. WLN Digest is produced through the facilities of Worldwide KFUO, a broadcast ministry of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Today on World Lutheran News Digest... I'm World Lutheran News Digest host Kip Allen. We all age, and as we age, our needs and abilities change. What happens when we enter our senior years? Overall health may be affected, memory may not be as sharp as it once was, there may even come a time when the senior can no longer care for the stress of keeping up the house. What happens then? Well, these questions and more may be answered by Lutheran Senior Services. Whether it's finding independent living or hospice care, LSS is there to help. LSS Chief Mission Officer, the Reverend John Kotofsky, talks about the services LSS offers aging Lutherans and how to plan for the future on today's World Lutheran News Digest. And now today's Fast Track. Led by Kansas Congressman Dr. Roger Marshall, 49 members of Congress have sent a letter to U.S. Attorney General William Barr calling for an investigation of abortionists who violated the partial birth abortion ban that was passed in 2003. This information has been corroborated by testimonial videos published by the Center for Medical Progress. The members of Congress have asked for an investigation of specific actions taken by the Vice President of Abortion Access at Planned Parenthood Gulf Coast, Tram Nguyen, who admitted under oath to killing babies intact so as to harvest their body parts. As the congressional press release reads, the abortionists were deliberately killing a partially delivered baby. Late last month, the Center for Medical Progress released this video testimony from the April 2019 court hearings. Voters in Nevada will decide in November whether to change the text of the state constitution to remove the language defining marriage as a union between only one man and one woman. Nevada is one of about 30 states that passed constitutional amendments to ban same-sex marriage before such rules were struck down by the 2015 Supreme Court decision Obergefell v. Hodges, which established the right to same-sex marriage nationwide. However, the text of the amendment remains in the Nevada Constitution, even though it is unenforceable. A state court issued an order Monday that prohibits the Madison Metropolitan School District from lying to or deceiving parents about the gender identity that their child may have adopted at school. The court's injunction is in effect while the lawsuit against the district is on appeal. The lawsuit, which was filed in February by Alliance Defending Freedom Attorneys together with lead counsel from the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty, challenges a school district policy that instructs district employees to assist children at any age to adopt a transgender identity at school upon a child's request without notice to or consent from parents to conceal from parents the fact that school personnel are doing this unless the child consents to the parents being told and even instructs district employees to conceal these facts from the parents. Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty and ADF attorneys represent multiple families at the school district in challenging that policy, which violates constitutionally protected parental rights. And a school district in Minnesota must allow trans-identified students to use bathrooms and locker rooms consistent with their gender identity. It's according to a Minnesota appeals court, which made that ruling on Monday. The Minnesota Court of Appeals ruled in favor of the parents of a biological female high school student who identifies as male. The family sued the Anoka-Hennepin School District in 2019 and alleged that the student 
was required to use a separate locker room when she participated on the boys' swim team. World Liquor News Digest will be back right after these messages. Hi, I'm Pastor Ted Lesh, pastor at Chapel of the Cross Lutheran Church in North St. Louis County, inviting you to listen to our KFUO radio worship broadcasts on Sunday evenings at 6 o'clock. Active worship, preaching, music, and singing are part of every one of our services at Chapel. Join us Sunday nights at 6. It's one more broadcast worship opportunity for you from your friends at Chapel of the Cross and KFUO Radio. Listening to Worldwide KFUO on the go with your smartphone doesn't mean you have to walk around with earbuds all day. You can Bluetooth across the room to a speaker system in your home or listen on radios that have built-in smartphone cradles. There are many easy ways to listen to WorldwideKFUO.org on the air, online, and on demand. We proclaim the clear gospel message of Christ crucified for our sins. The messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO. Hi, I'm Pastor Matt Youngblood-Clark from Ascension Lutheran in St. Louis. And I am Pastor Jolly John Lekumski from St. Paul's in New Athens and Trinity in Darmstadt, and we welcome you to listen to Wrestling with the Basics. Matt, 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 let go of me, man. No, no, it's not real wrestling. We're just talking about Bible issues. No. Oh, 9.05 Saturday mornings, 8.50 a.m. KFUO. This is World Lutheran News Digest. Today's guest at World Lutheran News Digest is the Reverend John Katowski, who's the Chief Missions Officer of Lutheran Senior Services. Welcome to the program. Kit, it's a delight to be with you today. I tell you, this is a Lutheran Senior Services is something that I, I find more and more intriguing as I as I read about it. Uh, as you know, the uh, demographic for the LCMS is is unfortunately going up. Uh, I wish that we were getting more young people into the church, but you know we still have a very healthy uh, healthy body. However, some of us are getting older, and uh, you know the the LCMS has a lot of options for people. You know, you are at with the Lutheran Services, Lutheran Senior Services, you're an RSO, right? A registered service organization. And you can provide services that I think perhaps some Lutherans aren't even aware of. Tell mm-hmm. me about your organization. Okay. Lutheran Senior Services just celebrated our 162nd anniversary. We were founded by Reverend Johann Banger back on December 2nd, 1858 as one of the first Protestant hospitals west of the Mississippi River. Uh, Reverend Banger was incredibly important in the history of the church because he was part of the founding fathers that built the original seminary log cabin in Altenburg, Missouri. Later on, he was an assistant pastor at Trinity Lutheran Church and head pastor at Emmanuel Lutheran Church and eventually became president of the Western District of the Missouri Synod is he was really the one that established our legacy for quality Christian care. Back in 1984, the original Lutheran Hospital, which was directly across the street from uh, uh, CPH, was sold, and we began to focus our ministry on senior living. Uh, The first of those communities is Laclede Groves and Webster Groves, which was known at the time as the Lutheran Convalescent Home. 
And God has richly blessed this organization since uh, 1984 that we are now the 14th largest nonprofit organization in the United States providing senior living. So that gives you a little bit about our background. Well, that's that's uh, very very impressive. Uh, what there are a number of different options in terms of senior living. Uh, you know, most of us. I'm a senior myself right now, um, and I can see myself in a position some years from now where I simply can no longer continue to live in my house. I mean, I just went through this with some of my family members, so I'm sure that you're familiar with that. So what would be my options? Uh, I would come to you and say, well, look, here I am. I'm not able to keep up with my house right now. What are, what options do I have with LSS? Lutheran Senior uh, services provides a full continuum of care in what is known as a life plan community. In a life plan community, we offer independent living, which is exactly what it sounds like. There is no care oversight provided that the older adult can live in an apartment that is very much like a condominium, or we also have patio homes that those that like a little additional independence. But as you age in place, a lot of times spouses are not the same age and one spouse may encounter some health difficulties before the other. Assisted living is that first step where you need help with your daily activities, including medication administration and a dedicated staff to just help you with the daily affairs. Moving on from assisted living, usually memory care is one of the big, big concerns that so many people have as they experience dementia of a loved one. And it provides a special life enrichment program to help uh, those older adults that are experiencing memory issues uh, uh, live their life to the fullest. And then eventually, long-term care provides 24 hours a day nursing care. And also one of the things that we specialize in is our REACH program, which provides short-stay uh, short rehabilitation that focuses on getting a resident stronger. They may have experienced a hip replacement, a knee replacement, a heart attack, and they're just not ready to return home. Uh, after their hospital stay. So we were able to provide the therapy they need to get them back on their feet and fully functioning. So you can enter the system at any one of those places from independent living to assisted to skilled nursing. Well, I noticed that you have a number of services uh, related to this. Uh, private duty, home health, and hospice. Are, are these things designed to keep people in their homes or are these available at the, uh, at the, uh, the senior housing facilities? Uh, they are offered for both. The reality is, Kip, 95% of all of older adults want to stay in their home and independent as long as possible. So what we've done is we've developed home and community-based services that provides that ability to e either remain in their home, which they live in currently, or in one of our uh, life plan communities. Home health is a service that provides skilled nursing, care, therapy, and all the services that that uh, person needs that are licensed related. Private duty is non-licensed, but it provides those kinds of extra help that you need, maybe getting up in the morning, getting dressed, taking a shower, bathe, uh, basic uh, household cleaning, things like that, but it's a non-licensed service. And then hospice care, we're one of the leading providers of hospice care, and it provides uh, pain management for those that are reaching the end of their lives in a Christian caring environment and all the support services that they need. 
Uh, Reverend, um, I unfortunately had had, had an experience with hospice. Uh, actually, was a, uh, the people who were involved in that were wonderful, but uh, my uh, wife had passed away after a long illness in the final final part of it, final few months where we're in hospice care. Uh, I know what's involved with that. Uh, people who have not experienced hospice, what can they expect? Um, when I first came to LSS back in 2007, I wanted to learn about all of our different services. And I actually went with one of our hospice nurses to visit one of her patients. It was in South St. Louis City and uh, was one of those row houses and they couldn't get a hospital bed into the bedroom of the home. So they cleared out the dining room and had a hospital bed in the dining room. And the hospice nurse, I was just amazed that not only did she provide loving care for the patient, but the wife of the patient gave me a note that she asked me to read when I got back to my office. And the note said, I just want you to know that God has blessed Lutheran Senior Services with special angels is those special angels have not only cared lovingly with my husband, but I would not have been able to get by without their love, care, and support of me as well. And especially appreciate our, our chaplains that provide spiritual support in this incredible time of need. This is all based largely on, well, on Lutheran doctrine. What uh, what is the justification for it? I think there was actually a specific Bible verse that uh, that applies to this. Mm -hmm. Our Christian mission is older adults living life to the fullest. It comes from words that Jesus had in John ten ten that Jesus has come not to just give us life, but life in all of its abundance. So, what does it mean for Lutheran Senior Services? Is we are helping older adults maximize their potential physically, mentally, emotionally, so socially, and spiritually. And if you're able to maximize your potential in those areas, isn't that what living life to the fullest is all about? We're blessed with 12 chaplains that serve in our communities. And I think it's one of the things that differentiate us from a lot of the other senior living providers is our focus on spiritual care of our residents through pastoral care. Well, that was going to be my next question. Uh, obviously, the Lutheran senior services obviously is something that's involved in with the spiritual as well as with the physical. Uh, tell me a bit about what the chaplains. What can they do? How do they help? How are they available? First of all, we are not a substitute for an older adults church. We are a partner with our member congregations and their pastors to provide pastoral care for our residents. We have worship services in all of our communities and our chaplains lead those worship services. They also lead weekly Bible studies so that our older adults are fed with God's word. Uh, those older adults that are not able to get out and come to worship, they can call the chaplain or have one of the staff communicate with the chaplain and ask for a personal visit so that that pastor can not only uh, be there to extend the love of Christ to that older adult, but Many older adults are going through lots of issues in their own lives, from their own health crisis to dealing with the loss of loved ones to changes in their own families. And our, our chaplains are able to listen and provide the spiritual support that our older adult residents need. Well, one thing I was, uh, I was curious about, uh, is frankly, is the cost of this. Uh, you know, a lot of elderly people 
are perhaps not financially independent as they would like to be. How do you how do we work with that? How what's the cost of the services that are offered? Okay, is we're very concerned about the cost of care, and we know that there are many older adults that don't have the financial resources to be able to afford living in some of our life plan communities. So we also have 10 affordable housing communities that are all independent living. They're age restricted, 62 years of age and older. And the average income of the 800 older adults that live in those 10 affordable housing communities have an average income of 12 to $14,000 a year. So we believe that we are able to serve a wide range of the economic abilities of older adults, whether it's in our life plan communities, or our affordable housing communities. Well, you talk about life plan. When should a person start thinking about, gee, when I can no longer take care of myself in the house? Well, I think that's all um, very uh, specific to individual family needs, is the average age of all the older adults that live in our communities is about 84 years of age. And the reality is, as many older adults are living longer, they're taking better care of themselves, uh, one of the strongest trends in the last 20 years is the number of couples that move into our life plan communities. And a lot of them, it's precipitated by some type of a, a, a health event that someone has experienced, maybe a heart attack or some other issues. And they're beginning to plan for their future and that they don't want to uh, worry about their own care. They don't want to be a burden on their family members. So they begin looking at what are the options available. It's an interesting one because the number one reason given by older adults that live into our communities the first year when we survey them is those future healthcare concerns. We resurvey those same older adults a year later and almost universally they say they wish that they would have made these decisions years earlier because they did not realize what a quality of life that it was not just a place that they would be living, but it has become their home. They've made new friends and they're just stimulated by the incredible activities and other options that are available in those life plan communities. And they begin to live life to the fullest. How can people get in touch with you to start talking about the life planning? What I would encourage them to do is we have a website that has many resources on it. They can find that website at www.lssliving.org. And that also not only provides resources about what are the different options that are available, but again, we're in Missouri and Illinois with 21 total communities. And each one of those communities have an individual web page that they can link to. And if that's closer to them to provide the services and living options that they're interested in finding more about, that's where I would start. And then there's phone numbers and they can certainly then make appointments with our, our sales counselors or healthcare counselors to find out more about the specific services that they need and ask the questions that they need answering. You've also got uh, floor plans for the, uh, for the facilities, as, as I understand. That is correct. When you go to the individual community's uh, webpage, there shows you the different options of the floor plans that are available. We have uh, some studio apartments, one bedroom apartments, two bedroom apartments, all the way up in some communities, three bedrooms. And then the patio homes are just uh, wonderful garden homes that are attached housing 
that have their own yard area. Does a person have to be a Lutheran to apply for this? No, they do not. Is We are very proud of our Lutheran heritage, and our name is Lutheran Senior Services. It's our calling to serve others as Christ would serve them. But the reality is, is only about 22 to 23 percent of the residents that live in our communities are actually Lutheran. We welcome people of all faith traditions, and the other 75 percent is made up of many different faith traditions from Roman Catholic to Methodist to Presbyterian. So we welcome all of those people and serve them just as much as we would serve anyone else. I know that a lot of uh, people, uh, for example, me, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, have, uh, have pets. Are mm-hmm. they allowed in the facilities? Uh, yes, we allow pets, but we do have some restrictions on them. As an example, we would like to see that if you have a pet, that you would take that dog, uh, be able to uh, take the dog outside to an area uh, to take care of their business. And we would want that to be either in a patio home or first floor independent living unit. One of the neat things that has happened is there was a time that care centers did not allow any animals in it. And many of our older adults are missing the love that comes from a pet. And our communities have been uh, person-centered care oriented that those communities, the neighborhoods actually have a dog as a pet. And the older adults love the responsibility of caring for that pet. I've spoken with some other uh, pastors, uh, and I think there's a consensus that uh, animals, especially pets, are actually first article gifts from God, mm-hmm. and that uh, we can learn a great deal from these animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of our communities uh, uh, was part of a program where we were foster parents for puppies until the puppies were ready to be adopted. And I spent a day out working in that community with our activities director, and we went to visit the memory care unit with a couple of those puppies. And one of the women that was there that had not been expressing herself very well and had not spoken actually for several weeks, we put one of the puppies on her lap. And the next thing you know, that lady began stroking the back of the puppy. And she said, I used to have a dog. I love my dog so much. And it almost brought tears to the staff because this woman had not been speaking for much at all. And, and the love of that puppy uh, just so- opened up something in her that they had not seen for a long time. Oh, it's the, uh, the message of pure love, which is, of course, what our Savior has done for us. Absolutely. So how would um, how would I proceed here? Let's say uh, right now I'm I'm sitting here and uh, I want to start thinking about my future. So I will go to the website. I will call, or will I have an appointment? How how is that handled? Uh, yes, we handle everything confidentially, and that after you do some research. And the reality is, is that more and more people are doing their research for different options on the internet. This these days. And that's why I pointed to the website. But for those people that are not comfortable uh, going directly to our website is that they can certainly call each of our individual communities. Our uh, main office line here at the home office is 314-968-9313. 
and the person calling should say what they're interested in finding out about and the person can direct them to where they can find more information. But our, our sales staff is very, very comfortable in sitting down and, and answering questions is that these can be scary times for older adults. And a lot of times the older adults are, are utilizing their children to do a lot of the research for them to help them understand what is the cost involved, what are the needs that they have, and what are the options to meet those needs. So a lot of times it's not, just not the older adults themselves that are looking for those services, but they're, they're uh, adult children. I know that you work uh, with a lot of churches. Well, obviously as an RSO, uh, but with the local church, you know, there's an eight, there's say there's an aged uh, parishioner. Mm -hmm. Could that, would that parishioner go to the pastor and say, I'm thinking about when I can't take care of myself. Can you help? And would the pastor refer them then to you, to LSS? We, we should certainly hope so is that, uh, we're owned by 105 Lutheran churches. There are member congregations, and we make sure that all of our member congregations receive an annual report about our ministries. And in that information is contact information. Uh, we have our chaplains that are very much in partnership with the member congregations that are in their geographic area. And if they would go to their pastor, we would hope that their pastor would refer those older adults to Lutheran senior services and uh, parish nurses. Many congregations have parish nurses. Now we work very closely with parish nurses about what are the options, resources available so that uh, they can respond in an appropriate way to the questions that they receive. Well, Reverend Kotowski, that's pretty much it. Uh, I want to thank you personally for your mission and, uh, thank, and LSS for the wonderful work that they're doing. Uh, indeed, this is the Lord's work, and uh, it is a mission, and you are fulfilling it. Well, we are very, very blessed. And I, every morning when I wake up, I have a litany prayer that I go through, and I thank God for the incredible ministry known as Lutheran Senior Services and for blessing me to be a part of this incredible mission and ministry. Thank you very much, sir. World Lutheran News Digest may be heard every Wednesday at 2.30 p.m. and again at 9.30 a.m. Saturday Central Time on Worldwide KFUO. It may also be heard anytime streaming online at kfuo.org. Join us again next Wednesday for another new edition of World Lutheran News Digest. World I'm Lutheran host, News Digest is a broadcast ministry of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. WLN Digest is produced through the facilities of Worldwide KFUO. You can also listen to WLN Digest on demand at kfuo.org. To correspond with World Lutheran News Digest, email news at kfuo.org.